Hello and welcome to an Untitled Buffy podcast. Uh, my name is Andrew. Uh, I'm here joined by my co-host, Maxine. Uh, we're going to be talking about Buffy uh, the Vampire Slayer. We're going to be re-watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We're going to do Buffy stuff. Right, Max? <laughs> Buffy stuff sounds like butt stuff. <laughs> oh, and also, Maxine sounds so professional. Did I say Maxine or Max? You said Maxine. Do you want me to say Max or Maxine? Whatever. This is our low stakes podcast. I don't care. <laughs> I'm hungover. Um, yes. Everything you said, yes. I'm glad you introduced that. Thanks. Um, so we don't have a name for the podcast. It's just the untitled. It was the Lazy Slayer. Lazy Slayer. Well, let's call let's call this episode, the title of this episode can be the Lazy Slayers. I think it should be the Hungover Slayer. Hungover Slayers. Yeah. Episode one, Hungover, hungover Slayer. Yeah. And friend. And, yeah, and friend. <laughs> and healthy friend. I don't know if healthy is the word. I can't remember what you said in the intro, but did you mention? Well, we're going to talk about lots of Buffy just stuff. Just heaps of Buffy stuff, Buffy, yeah. Buffy, uh, probably, we'll probably just end up re-watching Buffy, because it's been a long time for me since I re-watched Buffy. Yeah. Um, I tried to convince my girlfriend to rewatch Buffy with me recently and she wasn't particularly keen. I think this will convince her. Oh, well, now I have to, now I said it's for work. You've got to help, you've got to, you know. <laughs> do you bring out that voice when you want to convince her to do That's something? That's it, yeah. <laughs> Babe, it's for work. Um, we're both Buffy nerds, but I think I'm more committed to the cause. I think so. I think you're a more well-rounded nerd. I, I was very late to Buffy. I oh. I didn't really watch Buffy until 2012 as a as an adult. So I would have been 20, I don't know, 24 or something at the time. Okay. I watched it when it came out. Live on television? Yeah. When I was a child or teenager. A tween? tween? Tween. Was it on Channel 10 here? I feel like it was on 7 for a bit. 7, And right. 10. Maybe definitely not 9. Mm. I really don't know. It was on at 10.30. 10.30, was it really that late? Yeah. Because I remember seeing one episode that I have a distinct memories of the pack. It got moved. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it got moved. And a little bit of trivia for you, Max Minkoff mm. wrote to, I think him and his sister have a photo in like the TV guide. Remember the TV guide that yeah. came in the paper? Yep. Saying like annoyed that they moved it to 10.30 mm. and they wanted it moved back to 8.30 because <laughs> they were too young to like stay up till 10.30. Does he still have a copy of that? I think so. Wow. I bet he knows exactly what day it was published as well. He's got pretty, pretty Does he? good. Yeah. Very good like date recall. He'd remember the channels definitely. Yeah. But I watched it, yeah, while in high school, except I only watched bits and pieces of six and seven. Mm. And I used to be a firm believer of like, you should just stop watching at season five. Right. Um, and now I'm just like a mild believer. Well, I have a bit of an, a controversial opinion, which is that you should watch Buffy mm -hmm. so you can then start watching Angel, which I think is a better show because it's got... Disagree. <laughs> I think it's got a better a better sense of uh, narrative, overarching narrative structure throughout How? each season. No, no, no. Even from the first season to the last season. No, no, no. Yeah. Definitely not. It's exactly like Buffy to me where it's like, yep, solid start, very bad ending. Mm. Yeah. You don't remember Jasmine, like Cordelia, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that was terrible yeah. and it made no sense. And then like what Angel went bad for a bit and Cordelia died. Yeah, that's not good. That was terrible. That was the, and that whole like Wolfram and Hart ending was 
very unsatisfying. Oh, should we start? We should probably start by just saying like spoilers galore. Oh yeah, um, no one is gonna like come into this. Come into like, Ooh, I haven't watched it before. <laughs> Let me watched, listen to this. I've never watched any Buffy. I think I'll start with this uh, untitled Buffy podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also think everyone couldn't be bothered anymore. Like Spike actor, mm. his accent in the last season of Angel was just so bad. But he is English, right? What's his name again? No, he's American. Is he? James. The Spike. James Masters is American. I thought he was. No, that's Anthony Stewart Head. No, I know. I know. I know Mr. <laughs> Coffee Man. Have you seen those ads? Those those like old British ads where it's like a. I haven't seen them, but I know just that he did that. Just look it up. Look it up yeah. on YouTube if you haven't watched it. Okay. Um, no, Drusilla and Spike are American. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Don't. Are you. Are you fact-checking me? <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah like, not, not fact-checking. I'm just... You should put... I'm going to bring up a YouTube thing of the actor talking. Yeah, I want to hear his, I want to hear his American voice. And I am answering your questions on radiotimes.com. Wow. I did write a, what was going to be a TV movie, but it wasn't about the Scooby gang. It was about Spike. Scooby gang weren't in it. Wowza. Yep, there you go. Mm. And yeah, that last season of Angel, I thought it was just sure bad, but not as bad as the Connor Jasmine Cordelia. Oh yeah, that yeah, was yeah. terrible. So it's the same as Buffy to me, like really bad yeah, ending. I guess I'm just from my memory, and like I said, I haven't. It's been I haven't really rewatched Buffy since my first proper kind of view through. Yeah. Um. So there's still a lot of. A lot of memory lapse in there. Yeah. Well. Well, I, I think once we've finished it all, I can conclusively decide. And we'll, that that's the aim of this podcast is for me to decide. Which shows better. Yeah. None of them need to be better. Okay. Nothing's black and white. You don't need to be on one side or the other. It's like how people <laughs> are like, oh, I'm on Team Angel. I'm on Team Spike. It's like, we don't need to choose. They don't need to be chosen. You don't have to choose either of them. No. Because they're both kind of lousy. Yeah. Why would you want to choose? Well... Yeah, the plan is to rewatch a lot of Buffy, talk about a lot of Buffy, but we've actually decided to start with the new Audible exclusive radio play. Radio play, radio drama, dramatization. Yeah, what do you call it? I call them radio plays. Some people call them radio dramas. I I do love a good radio play. It's in in uh uni I um had an assignment and I decided to do a radio play for it. So I'm a big fan of What's the definition of radio play? It's like a you know, people talking. It's like a play, but, but with, on the radio. And, and sounds. Yeah, sound effects, yeah. music, that sort of stuff. I listened to this. I downloaded this um, fantasy novel mm. and I didn't realise it was in radio play oh. thing. And the intro went, this is a movie in your mind. <laughs> and like in, the, in that like 90s. Um, trailer narrator, like this, this booming voice. This is a movie in your mind. Yes, let's get the sound effect to that. Could, but that's how I would describe the format. Yes, of uh, of a, a, a radio plays a movie in your mind. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But kind of you know before people had access to television and things like that, they would have a movie in your mind. Yeah, they have a movie in your mind. There's there's lots of like things started off as radio plays. I think that the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was originally a radio play before it was kind of a book. Yeah. There's lots of old, you know, what's that, um, The Arches? That's quite a long-running one in the UK, I believe. I don't know what that is. It's a radio play. I think it's like a soap opera kind of thing. Are you punking me? No. 
<laughs> okay. Today's not a punking you episode. I feel like that's all you've been doing today. It's like poor Max. Poor she's, hungover Max. She's tired and hungover. I'm going to punk her. Getting punked. No, we can't say punked anymore because... Um, <laughs> we hate Ashton we, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ever liked him. No, I didn't either. Okay. Shall we? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's, let's uh, I guess, again, spoilers ahead. Um, we'll start off by recapping, recapping the episode as we go. Um, yeah, recap, review, recap, review. Yeah. We'll start with or episode whatever. one. We don't know because this is very unplanned. A low stakes. Insert laughter sound effect. Yeah. Insert, I don't know, a, a stabby motion of a steak. Well, uh, imagine... Um, Imagine a movie of a steak getting put into a vampire uh, in your mind. I feel like you're punking me again. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. <laughs> this is too much. Okay, so the audible thing. Well, I've got my free trial going at the moment, so we can listen to this. Um, I do love audiobooks, but I tend to either buy them on CD from a long time ago. A lot of the ones I have on CD. Okay, Grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've even got, I've actually got a lot on cassette. I've got a lot of audiobooks on cassette. Um, Do you have the library app? No, I'll get that. Well, you can join every library in our state. I have... And they have audiobooks? Yeah. I have this many memberships. Whoa. Which is like 14. <laughs> plus, I have the Brooklyn Public Library and... Um, a county in San Francisco as well. Oh, wow. I'm rich. Wow. Rich like, with knowledge. Yeah, it's like I won the lottery when I got those two, the two American ones. Is that because you were an American? You could sign up then? I No, I can't sign up without an address. I just use my friends' logins. Oh. They don't use them. Naughty. Yeah. Cheating system. Um, also, I mean, I have obtained audiobooks through nefarious means in the past. Sure. What's sure, the sure, sure. what's the statute of limitations on audiobooks <laughs> downloading? The FBI coming yeah, for yeah. you. Um, knock knock. I think. Oh, who's there? Oh no, that was the oh. FBI. <laughs> you can't. You That's can't. the real punk. <laughs> you must stop punking me. <laughs> uh, so uh, yes, so this new radio drama uh, written by Amber Benson and uh, some other dude, someone Golden, who I've actually I've actually got a book of his. He he's done some stuff with um, the guy who wrote Hellboy, Mike Mignola. Um, no idea. And there's a book that they did together called Baltimore. You could be lying to me. Right I've got now. the book. Do you want me to get you the book? I can show it to you. No. It's about vampires. Okay. All right, one moment. And I'm going to look up this person. Oh, this is an attractive book. Pages are a bit white. Have you read it? I've read most of it, which was difficult for me because I'm dyslexic. Mm. So reading with my eyes is not... That's that's why I like audiobooks. Have you ever tried um, putting a bit of cellophane over the... T- like oh, a, a yeah, different colour? Yeah, yeah. I, I at one point had glasses, prescribed glasses that were like a different colour. Yeah. But someone stole my backpack at a party and... Uh, the glasses were in the backpack. I have a, like, fluorescent ruler that I just use. Yeah, nice. I'm not good at that either. Um, wait, what was that guy's name again? Christopher Golden. That's it. Christopher Golden and... Amber Benson. Amber Benson. But I don't know who this so guy Amber is. Amber Benson plays Tara, right? Yeah. Which is the witch. Yes, Andrew. 
the witch that um the lesbian witch which witch which lesbian witch <laughs> um the good one wow i don't know who this person is just a writer yeah but i want to find out what else he's written well he's written that book baltimore yeah but like has he written screenplays i think he does a lot of uh, he's done other stuff on audible um, I know. He's written some other like... Wait, is it Gordon? Golden? I, I, I could be reading it wrong. I thought it was Golden. Oh, it's Golden. I've been writing Gordon. Here at Comics. Yeah. Like Buffy Comics. Oh, there's lots of... um. There's a lot of Buffy Comics. I can't read to, wait to read all the articles about this thing. Anyway. I've been also... I've been getting lots of YouTube shorts of like... Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. TikToks. TikToks, yeah, yeah. <laughs> millennial TikToks. I've been getting millennial TikToks. Uh, They're not millennial TikToks. Millennial TikToks are... Instagram. Instagram Reels, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I've been getting TikToks on YouTube <laughs> and... Uh, they're just, yeah, there's lots of Buffy ones, which was weird because I hadn't searched Buffy before. I started listening to the Audible thing, but I hadn't like searched Buffy or anything. Actually, no, that's a lie. I searched up, yeah, I did search up Buffy Pilot because we're going to watch that as well. Oh, uh, yeah. With the point. with the different Willow. Yeah, different Willow. Which, that's something I've never seen before. You've never seen that? No. Nah. Oh, that'll be fun. We'll, we'll, we'll watch that soon. Is it exactly the same aside from the actor? Very similar. Oof. Kind of like how they did with 30 Rock. I've never seen that. Where they had a different Jenna Maroney. I've never seen that. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, okay. So. Episode, or chapter one, episode one. Yeah. I think they're called episodes. They are called episodes. And yeah, before, did you know anything about it before? I didn't know a lot. Uh, no, I kind of just went in knowing that it was a radio drama. Radio drama. Radio play. Movie in your mind. Movie in your mind. Um. Yes, I didn't even know what format it was going to be. Like I thought it could have just been an audio book. Mm-hmm. Like like a, a narrative. Yeah. yeah. And it just happened to have the voices of those people that were on the poster. The only thing I did know was I follow Charisma Carpenter mm-hmm. on Instagram and she reposted something that Amber Benson posted which said, I just wanted a world where Cordelia was the Slayer. So I knew at some point Cordelia was a slayer, yep. but that's all I knew. And even when it started, there was like a really annoying guitar riff going on. In the, in the, the theme song. The intro. Yeah. Also the, the theme song was like Buffy light Buffy. intro. Like yeah. it was like, well, you were not going to use like the, the original one. Are you? I know, but it sounds weird. What do you want to differentiate it? Would you just want it to be the original theme song? I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. My first thoughts were, what is this intro and when will this guitar fade out? (laughs) (laughs) It's about 30 seconds as well. It's a long time. It's a long intro. That's why I was like, is this going to end? And because I didn't know that the format, I didn't know that there was going to be sound effects. effects So I was just like, this is a really long intro with this like clangy guitar noise. Um, So an overview. Yeah. So it's set 10 years after the final... TV series, not the comic books. Have you read any of the comic books? No, I haven't. I've been told to read them by some friends, but uh, have, I've read I've read one, but it's more like an anthology style kind of collective single issue sort of thing. So not the seats because it no. goes like season eight. No, it I haven't on. read the extended seasons or the like Angel and Hope. Is that her name? I always forget her name. Faith. Faith. Hope's the sister. No, but there's an episode called Faith, Hope and Trick. That's it. I'm thinking of Trick. Yeah, <laughs> Trick's a vampire. Yeah. And the comic book you're referring to is There's No Trick. There's No Trick. What it, about There's No Spin-Off Season of Trick? No, but that 
would be a good. He was a good character. Trick or treat. Yeah, if we we should rank um, the big bads. Yeah. Throughout. That's I mean, there's main big bads, just all the demons. We'll give the. Should we give like? We'll give demons like head kind of. You know, big demons stakes out of like a number of stakes out of ten like or ten five. Stakes. Ten stakes, five stakes. Can't we just rank them? So periodically we'll rank them. So yeah. better than so slightly stealing a format of a friend of mine who has a podcast called Rank Rank Ideas, where they just literally rank everything. That sounds like rank as in that's disgusting. No, rank as into I get it. Yeah. Um actually I look, I haven't thought this through at all. So maybe there is no like ultimate demon. Mm. And this goes back to my like, there is no better show Buffy or Angel. They're just like different. And so I can't. No, let's have let's have a list of, <laughs> of the baddies and we'll we'll periodically add to the list. Should I start a spreadsheet? Yeah, we'll start a spreadsheet. I think we'll have big bads and minor bads. Because mm. <laughs> trick would be a minor. Little bads. And then baby bads. Baby bads. <laughs> big bad baby bad. <laughs> All right, big bads, baby bads. Um, okay, so set 10 years after the final TV episode, the TV series, mm-hmm. the Buffy versus We Know It. What's We haven't actually said what the name of the um the name of this Buffy radio drama is. What's it called? It's called Slayers, a Buffyverse story from the world mm. of Buffy the Vampire. So, Slayer. the Buffyverse, in our what we know, the usual Buffyverse, Spike is living and working in LA. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Spike is the narrator, clanging guitar. He reintroduces himself or introduces himself for the first time. No, reintroduces himself. Reintroduces As this, like, bad boy. Bad boy, leather jacket. Yeah. Denim jeans, white singlet, Billy Idol. Yeah. And explains how shitty things are now that there are heaps of slayers and how the bad guys have to live underground. And I think, like, something how about how he used to be good, but he's reformed. He's a reformed bad boy and he's back to being bad. So he's a bad formed... Also, that was one thing that I had forgotten, that there was lots of Slayers now from the last season where, from the last season where, sorry. It's Unbelievable. It's very unprofessional. It's not even, it, it's not even a good, like, it was just a post on Instagram. <laughs> um, I had forgotten that there was lots of Slayer, that all of a sudden anyone who could be a Slayer became a Slayer. Yeah. Um, which I didn't particularly like in that season. We'll talk about that season when we watch that yeah. season. Andrew wanted to do the rewatch first, but <laughs> because I just listened to this, I was giddy with excitement to talk about it with someone. <laughs> and, so, and so now me, someone who's very familiar with like all the details of the Buffy universe knows like you're at a confused point. Uh, I'm in a, oh, that's right. Kind of. Yeah. Point. Oh yeah. I remember now. Point. Yeah. So I get to punk you somehow. Um, and I thought there, see, this won't be good for you, but like, I thought there were good tie-ins with like, um, old parts of the original Buffy. Like they mentioned the, a, a demon, the Fjarl demon. Mm. And Just remind me what the Fjarl demon is. It is a demon that, um, Giles gets turned into by Ethan Rain and Spike speaks this language so he can actually understand and figures out, figures out it's Giles, mm. figures out it's Giles. Um, and then 
and he said he used to work with them. And I feel like they might come back in the comics somewhere, but I'm not sure. Are they demons that just look like people or do they? What do they look like? No, no, they look like demons. demons. Yeah. Got horns? Um, Google it. I'll Google it later. Um, and so I feel like that satiated my need of like, oh, my friends, my old friends. Of references. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, so it starts off and he's kind of giving us a bit of backstory about how he's a baddie and he loves being a baddie and he's hanging out in these kind of demon bars with all these demon people. Yeah. Um, and then he, you know, is speaking to his friend Clem, who I had forgotten as well existed and I had to Google Clem. Yeah. And he's a very, he kind of looks like a, did you ever see that film that was like the kangaroo people? Like they were in body suits, but they were like martial art kangaroos. Absolutely not. Like you could keep describing it. So I definitely haven't seen it. It's one of those films that everyone, I feel like it's, you know, a collective memory where people remember that it existed, but no one remembers the film particularly. I grew up in a ethnic home. It's a weird, it's just one of those weird movies that I feel like everyone would. It's not, I don't even think it's an Australian film. Yeah. But anyway, they look I know, like, but just like the general childhood experience of Australians, I didn't experience. I don't think this is particularly uniquely Australian experience because okay. I've seen people post like. So it's a worldwide poster. childhood experience uh, yeah, of watching this weird... movie that no one's heard of. You're punking me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should just call it The Lazy Slayer because <laughs> I could not be bothered even looking up the name of the film. <laughs> he's got, but he's like, he kind of looks like a, I guess like a, a fleshy dog man. And I'd forgotten that he existed until... Clem. Yeah. Clem was a good... He was a good part of season six and seven. Um, have you ever seen any Avengers films? Have we discussed this? Avengers? Yeah. Like the comic movies? The movies, yeah. Yes, I have, yeah. Um, I've seen every single movie. All 20-something of them. I haven't seen, like, the, all the TV shows... I'm not going to justify my reason. I usually do, but I'm like, I've got no shame. I don't care. I've watched those movies. But Spike's voice in that intro kind of reminded me of, um, I feel like in one of the final Avengers films, the the worst Chris. Uh, Pratt. Yeah, that one. Yes. Nailed it. <laughs> the bad Chris, the worst Chris is talking to Thor. I can't remember his character's name. Peter Quill. Okay, someone. Star Lord. Oh, you... <laughs> <laughs> what was the nerd convention you went to on the weekend? PAX, but it was like a board game convention. Okay, yep. That's why I said you're a very well-rounded nerd. I'm just only specifically a Buffy nerd. Okay, so worst Chris is talking to Thor in a scene, and he's trying to like outman him, and he like puts on this deep voice. Yeah. Do you remember that? Uh, a little. That's how, what I feel Spike is doing is like, oh, yeah, he's man. like really deepening his voice. I don't know if he oh, like. I'm a bloody uh, vampire man. Like that. What accent's that? A vampire. Okay. You know, you know how their voices change different when they have the prosthetics and the teeth in, in the show and their voice, cause they've got, they're covered yeah, in prosthetics, yeah. which also I hate the prosthetics of when they turn into vampires. It always irritated me as a, when I saw it as a kid, it irritates me as an adult. It got better over the years, though. I just think I don't like the look of it. I don't like the look, the face, and they've got like all and their teeth look all funky and weird. And I don't yeah, know. I'm and not they a can't fan. talk. So I'm a, I'm a bloody vampire. I'm a bite you. I wonder if any everyone's compared all the vampires of pop culture and decided which is like the best. The best vampire. Or yeah, like a vampire showdown type looks, of thing. You know, there's looks like in terms of aesthetic. As in, like how. 
the Buffyverse vampires changed their face. Yeah. And some of them just, like, grow teeth, I think. I mm. don't know. Like, what was True Blood? I never the, watched no, True Blood. Oh, I did. I think just their teeth, like, popped down. Okay. So they had normal teeth and then they got a bit longer. Yeah. Then there's the... There's, I mean, there's a lot of vampires. Oh, so much. There's, like, vampire chronicles or something. Mm. Diaries? Vampire diaries? Vampire diaries. Let's not get into it because I don't know and we're just going to be <laughs> talking about these names. What's the big one? What's the... Twilight. Twilight, I've yeah. I've seen those. I have seen a couple. <laughs> but like ages ago, so yeah. I can't remember. Oh, they got sparkly. I they think. get sparkly, yeah. And they can go in the sunlight because he yeah. goes to high school. They go in the sunlight and they just sparkle in the sunlight. Yeah. Robin Pattinson, whatever his name is. Okay, so... So Buffy, the, so Slayer... <laughs> A Buffy-verse story. How long have we been talking for? Like, let's make this short. <laughs> We're 30 minutes in. <laughs> okay, so. It's all right. It'll cut down in the edit. That's what we didn't <laughs> want to do. <laughs> okay, so Spike introducing himself with his deep, worst Chris voice. Um, and then it, like, goes into this scene of, like, this demon nightclub or bar, like, fight club situation, like mm. some fights going on and there's bets being made and it kind of explains how Spike used to work for the Slayer. Yeah. And I think someone says... He gets referred to as a lap dog. Yeah. And Slayer like, lap dog. And then someone's like, oh, no, he was under some kind of, like, spell or whatever, you know. The, the Slayer, government. Yeah, the government, that Buffy was in was that, the did, government. Was that, I think that was in one of the seasons, and I could be misremembering, and the, don't they put, like, some sort of collar on him? They have a chip in his head, There Andrew. you go. They're collar, chip, you know. Oh, my God. So that, there you go. There's another reference to the the other. I think you need a spike recap. The plan was to rewatch the show <laughs> and you were like, let's go to the radio play. <laughs> so I've had to just try and remember as best I can. I did not call it that. <laughs> um, Dramatized. Uh, movie in my mind. Movie in my mind. Oh, God. Okay, maybe we should just. Do both at the same time. Like one on, one off. But it's good that you don't know. You no, need it's reminding. fine. I'm, I'm yeah, fine yeah, yeah. with it. You just need but to accept that I'm going to ask you questions and you're going to think I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. I would never think that. But Spike gets a chip in his head and he's unable to harm people, but he can harm demons. And then he gets a soul put in. Right. So Spike has a soul. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this Spike would have a soul. And then he gets the chip removed. Yep. And now he's just this guy. Um, so, yes. So he's there kind of, you know, talking about how much of a bad he is, hanging out with all the demons. Yeah. And then, yeah, all the demons are like, yeah, you've got to pay because, you know, you used to work for the Slayer. You're lying, blah, blah. And then that's when Clem reappears. Clem pops up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, heartwarming. Floppy Clem. Yeah. Floppy ears. I also like the sound effects of him like hitting, When he's flapping his ears. Flapping his yeah, ears. Yeah. Um, Clem reappears and we kind of learn that Spike's actually working to protect Slayers. Yes. So he's he's he's, he's not a double agent, he's he, just a secret agent. He's just a bad he's a he's a good he's a good guy pretending to be a bad guy. Yeah. A secret agent? Double agent, secret agent. I don't think it's double. I think double is when you're tricking both sides. I think it's when you're pretending to be a spy. It'd be yeah. Anyway, well, we, <laughs> God. <laughs> So then... Low stakes. So low stakes. So I wrote down like a line of each what happens because I knew I'd forget. Um, 
then... We're then introduced to a pretty... Oh, when we move over to a demon, he gets uh, asked to join a posse of... Um, of a of a demon lady, what's her name? Are you punking me? No, he. There's that. You're that, saying he? Who's he? Spike. Spike. Oh yeah, yeah. So a bad a bad guy, bad br- guy. like a British hottie named Miranda. Miranda. Um, is I wrote down Penthos. Is that what you heard? I can't remember. It's like a Penthos demon. Yeah, that feeds off misery, misery which really which gave me. Which is a me... book by Stephen King. Continue. Sorry, <laughs> just eat Stephen King novels. No, I'm really punking you. <laughs> That's funny. That would be funny if I wasn't tired and hungover. <laughs> um, she kind of gave me Angelus vibes of like... A bit over the top. No, not over the top, just like feeding off misery. And you know how he killed all of Drew's family to send her insane and make her miserable? He wasn't feeding off misery, but he enjoyed making people miserable. Yeah. And that's what this woman reminds me of. British Hottie Miranda mm. is what I named her. I wasn't, wasn't a huge fan of the voice actor for Miranda. Do you think it was a fake British accent? I don't know. There's just something. There's no reason it, for it to be fake. It just felt very. It it felt more so like they were not in the same room as anyone else. Which usually the, these people are just reading their lines and they're not they're not in the same room and they're not bouncing off each other. But it felt a little stiff. They should be bouncing. Oh, I assume they have someone else reading. Usually they're just reading the script. Yeah, but just like if I was doing this, yeah, I would just have you with no mic reading back the yeah. other lines. Yeah, they're like sometimes. Sometimes they just read the lines. Well, I guess Miranda can't do that. So Miranda's a misery demon feeding off my misery of the uh, of the, her accent, the voice. Yeah, the voice acting. Yeah, so it wasn't her accent; it was her acting. It might have been a combination of the both. Yeah. Um. And then, so there's like a confrontation, I guess, and this feisty slayer arrives. Fresh off the factory press slayer, uh, day dot. I think the quote is fresh off the factory floor. Um, Fresh off the factory floor slayer. Is what Spike says. Oh, does he? Verbatim, yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. I listened through it twice. I, I listened once. Yeah. Yeah, and so she kind of we get she she punches up some people. She gets knocked out. Um, British because British hottie Miranda's there. Yeah, and also one thing we also mentioned that British hottie Miranda was also like, "Hey, I've um I'm I've like I'm gonna kill another Slayers because there's lots of Slayers. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna kill another Slayers family, and that's gonna go mm, yummy, yummy misery, mm, yummy, yummy. And Spike's like, oh, cool." No, Spike's like, you can't do that in this establishment. There are rules, Miranda. Oh, that was, that's after they, they, that's when they try and kill the current Slayer, whose name is... uh, There is no current Slayer. The one who just, the new one. Oh, no, you're talking about... I'm sorry, I've I've punked you too hard. I've I've gone off. I've tried to backtrack. Miranda is talking about how she has killed another Slayer's family and that Slayer is like now in hospital with her injuries being protected by other slayers. And that's what gave me the Angelus vibes of like, I've killed your whole family. I'm fucking with you. And then fresh slayer steps in, a fight happens. Miranda tries to kill her. Spike intervenes and like kind of claims her as his, like. Sort of just convinces everyone to let him take her away. Yeah, and says and something about 
These are the rules yeah, of the bar, you, don't you, you know? You can't kill a slayer in the bar because it'll bring too much unwanted attention. Yeah. And so Spike and Clem whisk this fresh slayer off into the car and I really enjoyed the scenes with Spike and Clem talking to one another. Mm. Did you like it? I thought it was heartwarming. I didn't mind it. I thought some of the jokes were a bit... I wasn't a fan of some of the jokes. But I feel like... But, you know. Buffy's a cringy show. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it all It wasn't, um, you know. Anyway, the fresh layer's name is Indira. Indira, that's right. And I think she's black, like, from the... Poster? Yeah, the art. The only person on the, on the artwork that is not previously in it. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how that they didn't do, like... A big song and dance about, oh, the Black Slayer, you know? <laughs> like they're like, oh, we lacked diversity before. Let's just put this in. Yeah. We don't need to go on about it. We yeah. don't need to mention it. Um, I appreciate that. I also, I said this to Grace last night. I said, I feel like Indira is us, is the listener. Yes, yeah. So Indira is a, a surrogate audience. So she's yeah. always, I think that was, I get why she's there to remind us of things and ask questions and say, oh, I remember Buffy. So she comes in and she sort of already knows all this stuff about Spike, Buffy, Willow, everyone. Watches Slayers. Yeah. Like uh, her nickname in high school was Slayer. Yeah, which I, I, I understand the device, like the narrative device of having a character that is new and sort of can mention all these things in a way that helps remind you as the listener. But yeah. I also found it annoying and unrealistic that someone like isn't part unrealistic. of unrealistic so isn't is the it, whole thing's unrealistic no 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 but in a way that like within the confines of the actual rules established in the universe we have uh, a lot of characters who who spit it out cuz i disagree so okay so <laughs> it, it's in the like the first season they're like how is it that every week all this wacky stuff happens and no one notices and then they kind of have a bit of a hand-wavy explanation about how, like, people tend to forget, particularly around hell mouths, all this sort of stuff, otherwise... No, but which is true. People forget about shit all the time. So, but then why is there, like, Reddit? Because... Why is there Buffy Reddit? Because there are slayers everywhere now. So it's just gone over... So that makes sense, that now people just know about this stuff. Okay, all right. And if, like, everyone became these slayers, as if all these people can keep it a secret... Yeah, okay, that's, and, that's that's fair. And then you'd find out that original one and how this happened and you would read into that because it's this cool mm. thing that happened in the world. So she's a she's a Buffy fangirl. Yeah, and she's, she is us. She's me. She's Maybe you. not you, yeah. but she's me. <laughs> she's just like this Buffy nerd and fangirls over Spike and talks about going on Reddit, like Buffy Reddit, and she's just living out her dreams as like this new slayer. Have you? I think that was that was, that was you that this was time. Um, I thought you always have your phone on silent. That was my computer. Oh, okay. I, t- I put on the volume to show right. you James Mars. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to ask: Have you ever been on Buffy Reddit? Yes, it's the only Reddit thing I'm on. You're on, you've been on Buffy Reddit. I'm in the Buffy subreddit. Or whatever Do you have called. an account that you post on? Yes. What's your What's your Reddit account? I don't have a Reddit account. It's just it's just a random name. Buffy Max. Like they just like make it up for you. Oh, so you didn't you didn't choose your name? No. Not Slayer Girl. Sixty nine. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. This these secrets should not be coming. 
<laughs> Have you ever made a post? I've commented. You've just commented. It's <laughs> <laughs> so so- the only subreddit I'm in. I have the app. <laughs> You've got the app just for Buffy subreddit. <laughs> I haven't been on in months. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm also in the Mauritius okay, subreddit. All right. All right. <laughs> there was two. But that was sort of, that was secondary to the Buffy. Yeah, that's you I, created it just I so needed could, to find something out. Yeah. Like the Mauritius one, like, is just there for one specific question I must have had at the time. Okay. Um, but I'm only, yeah. How many people do you think fit in that Venn diagram of the Mauritius subreddit and the Buffy subreddit? I reckon there's like three people. It's you, yeah. I don't know who the other two are, but I'm probably related to Yeah, them. probably. <laughs> <laughs> so she's a big Buffy nerd uh, and they, you know, chat to her and she says, I'm, I'm a big Slayer now. I've got all my Slayer powers. Um, which is really just kind of being quite strong, right? Yeah. And then maybe some spiritual connection to previous. Yeah, but that's not developed because yeah, she just became a slayer over yeah. breakfast. Um, I like how she compared becoming a slayer with getting her period. That was I did like that. I thought that was a good joke. Yeah, and it's like some kind of you know grand womanhood rite of passage. Mm. Both bloody. It was sweet. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Picture this in your mind, a movie in your <laughs> mind, if you will. <laughs> Clem, Indira, Spike in a car. They come out of the car to have this conversation and she's like, I want a mentor, I need a watcher. And so through this dialogue it's explained how she got there and then there, and then Spike decides to drive to like a, someone with a shop. Someone with a shop uh, who used to be a watcher. Yeah, Zantina. Zantina. Someone's in there asking for a step. A pizza recommendation and shoes him away. Yeah. And uh, enters, uh, Spike enters and comes in and says. Yeah, she wants, Spike wants this woman to look after, what's her face? Our new Slayer. Indira. Indira. Me. Um, but she doesn't want to do it. No, she's, she doesn't like the idea. He describes her personality and she's not keen. Uh, she's also not a watcher anymore and she's now just like a bodega, uh, a corner shop owner. Bodega um, in LA. Uh, milk bar in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the most important part of this is, oh, there's a cute combo between, oh, it's where the ear flapping comes in, mm. Indira and Clem in the car discussing his favourite grape soda or something. Yeah. Um, you didn't like that? There was a cute line going backwards is Clem saying to Spike, you may look... Your look may be Sex Pistols, but your heart says Hall and Oates. Yeah. Like those two. Yeah, that was good. Talking. Yep. And so Clem and Indira talking in the car was also very cute. But I think the important bit of information to take away from this, apart from the delightfulness of everyone just talking, getting along, and all my friends are back, um, is that Spike reveals that he just tried to call Giles. Yes. So we know that Giles is around in this universe. Yep. And In the UK. It seems like everyone's in the UK at the moment. Buffy's over in Europe somewhere. Yeah, yeah. They do mention Buffy's alive, that she's in another continent. Yes. Um, so uh, we know that she's alive. We know Willow's somewhere in the UK and we know that Giles is somewhere in the UK. Yeah. And Spike says that there is access to Giles's house through the magic box trapdoor. Yeah. Um, and then randomly, they then were like, let's figure this all out later. Let's go play our poker game. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Glam's like, hey, we've got a poker game to go play. Yeah. And so they head to um, a bookstore 
um, and I'm playing poker with some demons and then... And not with kittens a la life cereal in season six. It's the title of an episode. You don't know the episodes off by heart. No, I think we've established that, <laughs> that my memory is spotty and it's been close to 10 years now since I watched a lot of it. Yeah. Okay, there's a poker game that Spike takes Buffy to and Clem's there and they're playing with kittens. Okay, so no kittens this time because Clem but doesn't eat kittens anymore. Yeah, but there was a kitten reference and that's the stuff that I was enjoying. I yep. was like, oh. All the little references. Yeah, little take-me-backs. Yep. Um, and we're introed to a few other characters. Yes. So Raheem is the book sh- the bookstore owner mm-hmm. and they play at the back of the shop and... Then there's like a hummingbird killer, I want to say. That was the the, the death of hummingbirds. Yeah. So then there's a bit of back and forth as to what the death of hummingbirds was. I thought maybe they meant like the Grim Reaper of hummingbirds, but I think it's just the the personification of the existence of hummingbirds, right? It's I think it's vague and purposely vague. Yeah, so unimportant. And then there's someone who's like a, a scavenger and eats dead things or something. But I thought one interesting thing or like a good foreshadowing, I Mm. guess, was Raheem um, says that he hosts these nights because Clem loves to read, so he's always there and goes through the books that Clem likes and mentions that it includes Fifty Shades of Grey and Indira slash us slash me, wants to know what the appeal is. And Clem explains that he's fascinated with how toxic people can't escape each other's gravity, Mm. which I thought was good foreshadowing for what's about to happen. And and he explains that love is a lot like that, like that toxic gravitational pull. And then he goes into Spike's love life and talks about Buffy and Drusilla. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was good to because people are diehard like Buffy Spike fans. Yeah. And so I feel like it was good to like clear that up for everyone. That it is was toxic. No, no. It just like what it was and that like it's over or whatever. Uh, yeah. Um I mean, we don't need to discuss their relationship and my thoughts on it. Um sadly no mention of Harmony as Spike's past lovers. Poor Harmony. Maybe I was trying to remember Harmony when I was saying hope before. Oh, yeah, mate. I don't remember who Harmony is. It's like Cordelia's best high school friend gets turned into a vampire uh, on graduation day, then dates Spike for a bit, then comes back as angel secretary at Wolfram and Hart. Oh, yeah, that sounds, but, yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, and Spike says he has no interest in falling in love again. Is she the blonde one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Esther, the eater of dead things, the whatever, yes. says that... Vampires can't love when they're talking about Spike's greatest loves. And that is a throwback to an episode named... Vampires can't love, if I had to guess. Crush? Crush. Where Spike's trying to prove his love to Buffy and Drusilla's there. And Buffy's like, what? You don't love me. Vampires can't love. And Drusilla's like, oh, no, we can. And I also thought that was like... Bringing, like mm. trying to bring Drusilla into it. So I like that. Yep. But Spike gets really mad at this and kicks her out. Yep. Um, Get out of here, you, you scavenger eater. Yeah, you dead things eater. You bin chicken. And then this woman gets kicked out and everyone can hear a fight happened out the, like at the front of the shop, I mm. guess. 
and enter... Dun-dun-dun! Cordelia. And the people, including me and everyone else in that room, was like, what? What? But she's dead. How could this happen? Just killed Cordelia. But there she is. Also, I thought it was weird how... I mentioned she has a scar on her neck. Yeah. And she had a hood on. Yeah. And I wonder if she has short hair or long hair. Mm. You know, like short hair angel or like long hair Cordelia. What's your favorite era of Cordelia? She's certainly a highlight of the whole Buffy. Like she's one of the better characters. Yeah. Um, Maybe like season three Mm. Cordelia. Yep. When she's like... So season three angel. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Before the Connor shit. Because it's, yeah. I mean, I liked her throughout Angel. Like, season yeah. one, two, three is all good. Because even in Buffy, like, she's certainly just sort of like the high school, not not bully, but like popular girl kind of thing. But they do. She's like comic relief. Like, yeah. oh, here's a snotty cordy. It's like she didn't really have a much going on. No, but then from like season two onwards, she said they, she, they turn her into a more fleshed out, well-rounded character. Yeah. But she really grew up in Angel. Yeah. Maybe that's why I think it's a better show. Because of Cordelia? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Sure. So she's there and everyone's surprised. And she refers to Spike as Spikey. Spikey. Which is what Harmony used to do. Oh. And because Indira is us, she was like, what? Spikey. I was like, exactly. What? Spikey. (laughs) Um, Cordelia just explains what's going on. We get an expedition dump. She's been a slave since she was 15. Yep. And she's from a different universe. So we're in the whole multi-dimensional Avengers, uh, Avengers multiverse, multiverse type of thing. It's, it's worse, Chris. It's the the two thousand. I think you could probably define popular culture of the twenty twenty of the like the twenty twenty era of as multiverse. Yeah, it's you know we've had award winning films set in multiverse. Is it lazy scenarios. writing now? Uh, it, it will turn into lazy writing, I think. But it's good right now. It's uh, it, it can be good. It's I think this was a great way to bring these characters back in. Yeah. And so she's come and she's arrived and she said she's there to get Spike's help because she needs help defeating the big bad of her world, who is... No, she says it's someone that only Spike understands. Mm. And then we cut to a new scene <laughs> without finding out who this person was. And we're in the magic box and we're with Anya and she's kind of lost her like funny peppy. Yes. And also I, we, 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 at this point I assumed, oh, this must be an alter dimension Anya. Cause wasn't she, I remember going, wasn't she dead? Didn't she die? Yeah. Of course. Cause yeah. she dies. Yeah. Yeah. This Buffy. is the other verse. So we, we, we'll call it the other verse. Yeah. We'll call it the other verse. There's the Buffy verse, which is our, <laughs> which is our will. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Buffy verse and the other verse. So in the other verse, yes, Anya's still alive. She works at the magic box still. She's a bit off yep. as in like she's not so silly, but also it has been 10 years. So she's gotten used to the world around her. Um, and It's also different, Anya. Yeah. So she can be less peppy. It's not about peppiness. It's like her personality. Anyway, turns out Anya's the one that sent Cordelia to – the Buffy verse, and she's like looking, scrying. So scrying is it's a type of magic that you use to like watch people and look at people. Okay, nerd. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you have information about this, but you can't remember who Harmony is. Yeah. 
Um, and then she sees like... <laughs> I love that that's your like a thing which is fairly common across like various fantasy kind of I'm not a fantasy properties. girl. You're the nerd. <laughs> I'm just the Buffy nerd. You know about scrying, but you don't know about harmony. <laughs> that is not my voice. <laughs> Rude. Um, and she sees Anyanka. Yes. So her demon virgin. And she's like, oh my God, I need to warn Cordelia about this. Demon. Entity. Yeah, who's watching. Who, who, who is aware that, that she's being scried on. Yeah, that spooky shit's going on. Yeah, so she's going, someone's watching me. Who's watching me? Mm, I'm grumpy. Yeah. I'm a grumpy, vengeful demon. Do you think she said that? That's, she said vengeance demon. And then one of the most annoying sound effects in a thing. So other verse Anya's like, oh, I need to warn Cordelia. Better do this now. And then you hear this like extremely slow knock. That's too fast for this. Oh, okay. Hang it on. was so slow that I was like, no one's knocking like that. Yeah, kind of like that. Stop, please don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> and turns out it's... Knock, knock. It's Drusilla. Yeah. And... Who's now the vamp- vampire queen of the other verse. But like the self-appointed wow. vampire queen? I guess that's how you become in, in that sort of environment it's not certainly not a lineage thing because you don't have kids and die yeah i know but so you can't succeed you know you can't like you know in a, in a standard royal kind of yeah but fantasy worlds have kings and queens right yeah anyway so she's the queen whatever she's the queen the killer queen she may have just created this herself because she's a baddie bitch the big bad um also, one thing that, that uh, Anya kept saying in various points was, get away from her, you bitch. I think she said it about three times. I didn't remember that. It's something she says it, like, she says it about three times throughout the, the two episodes that, that I've listened to. Yeah. Maybe at, at least twice. So, yeah, we know that, A, that someone who used to be friends or very close with Anya because both their names are on the deed of the magic shop, is now on Drusilla's side. Mm, because Drusilla. Yeah, she's able to get into the shop. Yep. And I can't remember what else Because in say. the Buffy universe, vampires have to be invited in, which I like. That's that's common in I a like lot of I like how you're mentioning world. that. What? As in, like, you're going to be the only person that listens to this if you re-listen to our voices. <laughs> that. <laughs> Needs to be reminded of that, but there, there are you know, there's, yeah, no, that's, I know that's not it's it's like common, a, a but common. also not super common. And they're like, I, I've been watching a lot of Law and Order lately, and I've realized that Law and Order police are like vampires because quite often they're like, Are you gonna let us in? <laughs> and they have to be <laughs> invited, like, come in, yeah, yeah, they have to be invited in. So every time I just think that it's like Logan, Mike Logan is, is his name, anyway. Who's Mike Logan? Is it Mike Logan? He's big, big from Sex and the City, is in the first few seasons of Law and Order. Um, and so it's just kind of... Oh, he's in that. Yeah. But yeah, it's he's funny. He's slimy. It's funny because it's just every time... Is he good in that? Yeah, yeah. I, I like I like him better than I like him in Sex and the City. He's also in The Good Wife and I hated him in that too. Yeah, right. Anyway, sorry, carry on. Um, so New York City cops, New York City cops are the same as vampires. That's what it, that that's the vibe I'm getting, yeah. Yeah. They have to be, they're all vampires and they have to be invited in. And that's why it's always like gloomy and overcast so that they can be outside. Right, right, right. That's so why yeah. it's always like fall. But the cops, I guess the cops are evil and vampires are evil. Yeah. Mm, okay. You got something there. Um, and this is like the closing 
of the episode. Yeah, so there's lots of talking, and I enjoyed Drew's character. Mm-hmm. It was the same. Yes, it took me back. Slash the acting. Yeah, the best, the best voice actor. Spot on, hands down. She's American too. Yeah, but just like on point, everything. Yeah. Certainly my favourite voice actor so far. Yeah. She really, like, captured the essence of Batty Drusilla. Yeah. Yeah, so we're left on a bit of a cliffhanger um, of this this episode where, yeah, Drusilla has entered the magic box. Magic box? Yeah. In um, Otherverse. Otherverse. Uh, to... Sunnydale. And I think it ends with something like, where's the Slayer? Or where's Cordelia? I want Cordelia Chase. Whoa. Yeah. She doesn't talk like that. Um... That's it. That's yeah. So that's I like it. I loved it. You loved it, but only I think for sentimental reasons. Sure. Like every time something was mentioned, I was like, "Oh, that's from that time. Oh, they got that from that episode." So there's a lot of little Easter eggs for the yeah the more diehard. Yeah, I didn't go through it properly. Like I didn't. There was there was a few that there I kind of probably, picked up on. Yeah, there was probably more than what I've mentioned. Yeah. But like, yeah, and I I thought it was really well done with how to explain these characters coming back from the dead, basically. Yeah, yeah. But I guess that that's the problem with multiverse stuff is that the stakes <laughs> uh, are, are just quite low in that anyone can kind of come back to some extent and if someone dies, it's not super permanent and, you know. But it, that's fine. It's fine, I guess. But if there's an infinite number of... But they, they won't bring everyone back for the no, fun of it. No, no, I don't think so. I think this would be a bit more a bit more tame, but... Yeah, I also enjoyed all the characters interacting without Buffy. Yes. Because sometimes Buffy's my least favourite character. Yes, I agree. Actually, maybe the main three are my least favourite characters. Buffy, Willow and Xander. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's fair. Like Cordelia. Cordelia, great. Sassy, great. Drusilla, great. Giles. Great. Giles. What's the the other one's, the other watcher's name? Wesley. Wesley. I like Wesley. Yeah. I wonder if they'll bring back Wesley. What's the... The green demon who owns the nightclub. Lorne. Yeah, he's good as well. Wonderful. Mm. See, all those minor characters. Yeah. Angel's character got better during Angel. Yep. Um, I don't think they'll have him in this. No, I don't think so. He's probably too expensive. Really? I don't know. What's he doing? He's doing Bones. I think Bones ended. I feel like, so in that book. Jason Borneas, is that his name? Is that like is that cross between the born identity and is that his name? <laughs> it, it's um I think it's David. David Borneas. Borianas. Borianas. It isn't it Jason Bourne from the movies? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that's David Borneas. <laughs> I don't think that's how you pronounce it. Oh, he looks uh haggard. He... <laughs> <laughs> like a vampire. Um That's why it had to be a voice thing. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's probably just tearing up the convention circuit these days. Isn't no, he? I don't think he is. Because he's too big. That's no, how you know. it's not. <laughs> you keep saying this, and I keep trying to stop he's you. Too famous now. No, he. Um, um, my theory is. Yeah. Because I read that book I was telling you about that was written by a fan, and they interviewed a bunch of the actors and, like, crew. Yep. And writers, and. There was like some gross stories oh. of nothing bad. And also in the reunion, I mean, it is gross. 
he used to just like be naked all the time and just like oh. flash himself a lot on set. And I feel like if that's like what he did in public, then maybe he did something a bit grosser mm. in private. And maybe it's not too bad, but it, the optics wouldn't be good. Yeah. And like I can't comment on his actual evilness because I don't know and I have no proof. But I feel like he's going to stay out of the Buffy limelight sure. because he didn't want to be interviewed for this book. Okay. And Radio, movie in your mind, not book. Uh, no, actual book. Oh, the actual book. The actual oh, book. the book you're talking the about. The book I'm talking right, right, about. Right. Yeah, he didn't want to be interviewed. Wow. Um, Does Joss Whedon interviewed for it as well? No, this was post-Joss shit. So they don't, they purposely don't interview him? Yeah, okay. and, they, and they just speak about him and people's experiences yeah. with him. We can do an episode on that. On lousy, lousy Joss Whedon? Uh, both. The book that I read. Yep. And Joss Whedon. Yep. And my takes on him. In conclusion, that's why I don't think Angel's going to be on this. <laughs> and why this works. Also, yeah, I suspect if Buffy is in it, which I don't think she will be, I think it's better if she's not in it at all. Um, it will be for a brief cameo, maybe towards the end, once it's sort of resolved. But I think, personally... I don't think they'll have a... I don't think she should be in it yeah. at, at all. I don't Same, think I it's, agree. It, it's called Slayers, a Buffyverse. It's not, you know, it's not called Buffy, Yeah. New, New LA. Like, if someone could mention, like, I called Buffy and she said this. Yeah. I yeah I I've only listened to the first two episodes so far. You're about four episodes in, so you're a bit bit three, ahead. Three and a half. It you took know. all my effort to not to not just listen to all of it. Yeah, I guess you could if you wanted to. You could listen to all of it, but no, I think it's better. You want to go episode by episode? Yeah, for this purpose. Yeah, there was a period in episode two where I did zone out a little bit and I felt bad and I was like, oh, I've zoned out slightly. Um, but I'll explain in, in our next episode, I'll, I'll tell you when that was. Okay. Um, well, I guess that wraps up episode one. We've actually gone, gone a lot longer than, than we're expecting. Uh, 69 minutes. Sexy. Um, we're going to have to cut half this shit we'll out. We'll cut a, cut a bunch of it down. Yeah. Which is what we didn't want to do. No. Well, there's not, I don't know how much there is to cut out. Like if it's long, it's long. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, we can stop recording. Um, so we should close this out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't have a social media thing. We have nothing to promote. Not yet. We're, we might get one. We, we don't even not. have a name. Well, this this week the podcast is called what we call the Hungover Slayer and her friend. Oh, yeah. yeah. Next next episode we'll have a new name for our untitled Buffy podcast. So thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, do all that subscribe-y, likey stuff uh, or thing. Does anyone know what that means? Um. I don't. Ciao. Bye. Bye, Fee. Buffy. Buffy. Bye. Bye, Fee.